hi guys welcome to haven on earth if it's your first time listening thank you for choosing to listen to this and if it's not your first time welcome back yay today we have a special guest on the episode finally So today we have a special guest on the episode. Um, joining me today is Fadi Demi Olan Pekun, my elder sister, a model, a compare, a all of those things. <laughs> Let her introduce herself. Hi guys, my name is Baba Fadi Demi Olan Pekun. I'm all things that my sister has just mentioned and a little bit more. I think most importantly, I'm a child of God. Woo! Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, um, last episode, we discussed about Elijah and how Elijah was so stressed. He literally told God that he was ready to die. Baba said, you know what, God, I'm not doing it again. Just kill me. Let me go. And we spoke about how Elijah came from a point of a burnout to a point of recovery one thing he did was he retreated he replenished himself and he recovered and so he also did a little complaining but (laughs) let's forget that so there was so much that elijah did and if you haven't listened to the last episode please go ahead and listen to it because it's a very comprehensive episode if you ask me it's one of the best yet so please go ahead and listen to that if you haven't already listened to it so today our topic is Christ-like, distressing like Christ. And it's a Christmas special because we have a guest today. And we're going to be speaking about Jesus and how Jesus dealt with stress. Now, I had recorded this episode a week before, but I wasn't comfortable with some of the things I said there. And so I had a conversation with my pastor and I had to re-record. And thankfully, it was all within God's providence because now we have a guest yay so discussing jesus if you ask me i'll say jesus carried a far greater burden on his shoulder than anyone ever has or ever will i mean this guy was first he had to be born at the point where <laughs> one let's, let's start from the beginning he was god he is god mm-hmm. and then his entire essence had to be what's the greatest shrink, shrunk. shrunk into a human being <laughs> it, no, and not just a human being if he was like baby. shrunk to like a you know an adult man <laughs> he was shrunk to like a tiny he was shrunk to like the size of a pea inside his stomach and then he had to be growing and growing and growing and then they gave us to him he went through all the pooping and wheeling and crying stages oh my god and all the teasing and the terrible tools but like jokes aside we see that jesus was born and okay so jokes aside we see at the point where jesus was born like from when he was born um the news went forth that a king has been born in israel and we see herod doing whatever was in his power to chant mind you he had not even started his ministry then and somebody was already after his life and then the more he grew he had the pressure of 
having to pass on the work of ministry to other people carrying the burden of knowing that he came to die for the salvation of everybody and since past present and future there was the fact that people were constantly chasing him either to ask for healing or to kill him <laughs> some people were constantly after this guy's life i think there's a portion in the bible where they were chasing him and then he disappeared from the crowd or something like that like sort of <laughs> like this guy has probably carried the most burden than any human being ever has or ever will so how did jesus as a human being now because we need to understand that jesus christ is fully god but when he was on earth he was fully man he had our limitations he had the same limitations we have in the flesh and so how did somebody that had the same flesh and blood and bones everything your structure with you how did he maintain and withstand all that stress without without like breaking down or jiggets so like we discovered when we um studied on elijah in the last episode jesus christ always knew the right time to retreat my my guy knows the waste time to japa i think we would see that in mark 135 okay so it says now in the morning have having risen a long while before daylight he went out and departed to a solitary place and there he prayed and then you can also read luke 5 from 15 to 16 now um a quick backstory on mark 1 35 before my sister reads luke 5 15 to 16 if you read from 32 you see that at evening when the sun had set they brought to him all like imagine the amount of sick people all who were sick and those who were demon possessed now if you operate in the supernatural if you sorry guys there are going to be a lot of background noises in this episode it's christmas everybody and their grandma is having something at home so we see that from mark 1 from verse 2 at the evening when the sun had said they brought to him all who were sick and who were demon possessed now if you operate in the supernatural and like you have charisma you can heal the sick and all of that by virtue of the spirit within you Mm -hmm. you realize that if you do for one person you're good two people three people it's actually draining yeah you're not working on your own strength you're working on the strength of the spirit mind you so in that moment you might not feel drained like you're giving word of prophecies and everything you might not feel drained but when you get back your flesh will tell you that "Uh uh-uh guy you have done something not not talk of jesus that they brought to him all who were sick those who were possessed by the devil and the whole city (laughs) the whole city gathered together at the door and he healed many who were sick with various diseases cast out many demons and he did not allow the demons to speak because they knew him so this and why do I keep saying this guy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Jesus was walking non-stop, healing the sick, casting out demons overnight. Overnight. So it makes sense that he would have been stressed. Not burnt out, but extremely stressed. Exactly. And so what did we see him do? Like after a night of deliverance and everything, did he sleep overnight or binge eat or <laughs> feel sad for himself? We see that the next morning he retreated. He went on his own. He departed to a soli- solitary place and prayed. And then Luke probably five... slept too. <laughs> they probably I mean, did yes. mention that too. 
And I'm sure if binge eating would have helped him distress, he would have done that too. I mean, but they just did not mention that in the Bible because space they cannot be mentioned in everything. So Luke five fifteen sixteen. So I'm reading Luke five fifteen and sixteen. However, the report went around concerning him all the more, and great multitudes came together to hear and to be healed by him of their infirmities. So he healed them. So he himself often withdrew into the wilderness and prayed. So we see that in emphasis on often in Luke 5 verse 16 it was not something that he did like once he it was something that he was doing constantly whenever he had so much to do so much on his shoulders so much pressure from like having to um heal people or anything he went out he retreated he went to a place and he prayed and it's important to note that he didn't just go somewhere Mm -hmm. he was doing something and he was praying and we see that there's a strong connection between prayer and recharging there is a strong connection between fellowshipping with the father and regaining your strength we we see apostle paul admonishing the philippians in that should be philippians 4 verse 6 be anxious for nothing yes so philippians 4 verse 6 be anxious for nothing but in everything in prayer and supplication with thanksgiving make your request known to god and we see the life of jesus portrayed this rather than being anxious rather than being stressed he was always in a place of prayer and i feel like there's a very strong relationship between. i I feel like it's practical too like it's something that personally for me i've had moments i realized that the moments i'm more stressed than the moments where i'm not praying yes actually and then if you even read the psalms psalms 3 psalms 4 psalms 6 psalms 55 psalms 94 psalms all the psalms every (laughs) single time David had an issue. He would say, uh, my enemies sought to kill me. <laughs> something, something. His enemies <laughs> always sought to kill Oh my God, that, that guy. Let me read Psalms 3. He says, Lord, how have they increased trouble against me? Many are they who rise up against me. Many are they who say of me, there's no help in him, in God. But you, oh God, are a shield for me. There's a song for thou, oh Lord, a shield for me. Your glory will lift And then, so we have all these songs, we have all these psalms. But one thing we fail to realize is that every single time King David had an issue, he was going to God in prayer. Most of the psalms are literally cries. I mean, most of the psalms are literally cries from a point of distress, him asking God for help. And then we always see him bounce back. And the anchor scripture of heaven and earth is actually a psalm, Psalm 94, verse 19. He says that in the multitude of thoughts within my soul, like when I have so much anxious thoughts trying to drain me out, it's your consolation that gives me joy. And where do you find the consolation of God? It's in the place of fellowship. And how do you fellowship with God? It's prayer. And so we see that even when Jesus was at the most stressful point of his life, um, let's let's go there. It should be when he was Mark, about to die. Yes, yeah. Mark fourteen thirty three and Matthew twenty six thirty six. So I think Mark's account is in fourteen, and Matthew's account is in um, chapter yes, twenty six. Yes, that's uh, Mark fourteen thirty three, and he took Peter, 
James and John with him, and he began to be troubled and deeply distressed. Then he said to them, My soul is exceedingly sorrowful, even to death. Stay here and watch. I think that that um, word um, to be extremely distressed, I think I said for it once, it should be exambio. It's a Greek word that, you know how like maybe you have a major exam the next day the night before work that's kind of it's not like i don't know i never felt i was always prepared (laughs) no no no, (laughs) funny thing in high school i was always prepared for my exams i was always prepared i mean for goodness sake best graduating students in humanities i was always but like you know but like when you have a major thing uh, either like a major exam or a major event it's like how brides feel to the night before that oh, that yeah, moment like, where you cannot sleep yeah it's how i it's how i get like few minutes before i have to climb on stage and like introduce an event or a show yeah it's like you've done it so many times but even in that moment it's like you can feel your like, heart yes, trying to exit it's like your body everything you have done has been leading up to that moment if it's an exam all your overnight sleeping everything it's like the minute you enter inside the exam hall and they just give you your paper they're just this skipping your heart doors like everything you have done has been leading up to that moment so it's not like you were not prepared and it's not exactly um a burnout it's just like extreme pressure the word there was like extreme dread kind of like you know that something inevitable is happening and how do we see somebody that went from extreme dread that he was saying that if it's possible let this cup pass over me his soul is extremely sorrowful unto death and he had this medical condition hematidrosis where he sweats literally turned to blood i think we can see it in matthew yeah i think it's in matthew we see that is it in matthew or in mark um in matthew from verse 36 we see that then jesus came with them to a place called gethsemane and he said to the disciples sit here a while while i go and pray over there and took with him peter and the two sons of zebedee and he began to be deeply sorrow and distressed and he said to them my soul is exceedingly sorrowful even unto death stay here and watch with me and he went further and fell over his face and he said my father if it's possible let this cup pass over me nevertheless not to do less as i will but as you will i think it's a mark that it says that his sweat was turned to blood no it's not oh it's in luke's it's in luke's account it should be luke 22 verse 44 though how did luke know was he not sleeping (laughs) (laughs) so and um we see that being in agony yes and being in agony he prayed more earnestly and his sweat became like drops of blood falling down to the ground mind you jesus was like extremely burdened now not like in the in the christian faith there's a way you now come to understand some burdens as a good thing it's like how god puts a burden in your mind to heal the sick and so whenever you see somebody sick there's just that thing in you that is like a burden that you know you have the power and ability to heal them and then you're burden to heal the sick so in that moment jesus christ was extremely burdened with the weight of our sins it was extremely burdened like with like you get with so much and he wanted to give us 
a way out. He wanted to give us salvation. It's extremely burning exactly for the salvation of our souls. And somebody like that, you think, oh, the night before his crucifixion, he's probably sleeping. Or like, you know how they say... How will you be sleeping? Wait, they say you have only one day or one hour left to live. What will you do? Every Nobody's mind will go to prayer. Do you get... Like, everybody wants to think of, oh, I'm going to say hello to my friends. I'll eat what say I want to eat. To I'll family. say goodbye to my family. One thing or the other. Why did you just no, think I'm of... No, I'm sleeping. See, I'm already going to die, okay? Exactly. <laughs> he knew he was going to die. And then, you know that there are sometimes that you have so much dread and anxiety. You just sleep. <laughs> like, you feel like sleeping. So, why did he go and pray? And then again, why did he take the disciples? Because they were not mo- of much use to him. They went there and they were sleeping. So that means he didn't need them to pray. Mind you, he knew what was going to happen. I feel like he did, though. I feel, you know, like there are just certain moments where you need people to encourage, to encourage you. you. Yes, but they couldn't grasp. They couldn't grasp it. So I feel like it was two things because at the end of the day, he prayed by himself, mm-hmm. and it was in the place of prayer that he got relief and he was able to surrender his will to God. That it's not like in the first place he didn't he want to surrender. To. Exactly, he was just extremely burdened, and so in that place of prayer, it was like a reassurance came, and we see the same thing with Elijah. That when Elijah cried out to God, he just had that recharged and renewal of his mind and he was able to go forth with instructions. Personally for me I think that Elijah's own was that God shocked him. <laughs> yeah, because he was like, God is only me, I'm the only one. God is like, it's not only you, bro. It's not only you. Why you don't know about it? You don't know. <laughs> and he said, oh, okay, so, oh, wow, thank you for making me not feel special and <laughs> let me go and, and do so, my job. I feel like there are two reasons why Jesus Christ took the disciples one because another thing that can help you in a place of stress in a place of anxiety in a place where you're extremely burdened is having like-minded people yes. people co co like people in like co-fellowship and co-faith that share a vision with you praying with you and encouraging you another thing is because Jesus Christ knew that these people were going to be persecuted so he was showing them the way Jesus Christ was about to face his biggest persecution ever. Exactly. The people that he saved. Mind you, I'm very sure that some of the people that he healed, that he cast out demons from, were in the crowd shouting, crucify him, crucify him, crucify him. Well, there's a chance. There's a chance. Exactly. But I don't think so. You know, it's like, um, we read the account and we noticed that it was a fake crowd. They hired people to come and testify against him. Right, yeah, one but of it was still the people that were shouting crucify him. Like the people that were testifying were not part like the entire crowd shouting crucify him. Mm-hmm. So there was that. Aside from that, even if it was not the people that he healed, these were these were the people that he was coming to die for. Like if it was a human being, yeah, eh? I want to go and die for you guys. <laughs> Almost that's the end, oh. Just forget about it. You don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> so in that moment if it's a human being you're literally going to give up on them and leave them to die and perish in their sins so the same people you're going to die for the same people you're going to give your life for where they want shot so he was about to face his biggest persecution ever and i feel in that moment he was trying to show the disciples something that when you are about to face persecution when you are encompassed at every side one thing that can always help you out is prayer mm-hmm. and we see that after jesus christ died after 
the persecution started even as they were running they were praying yes. they were gathering together in room praying when they arrested one person or they the other they would stay together and pray yes if you ask me a couple of things that are worthy of notes to me are it's important to retreat it's just as important to retreat as it is to have a circle an accountability circle that is praying with you and and another thing it's important to do is constantly pray because it's in the place of prayer that we recharge that we recalibrate that we restructure that we get directions that we get encouragement it's like psalm 94 verse 19 says that in the multitude of thoughts within my soul it's your consolation that brings you joy you literally can't stop your depression your anxiety at by yourself and that's why we see jesus christ we see god constantly speaking through the apostles through jesus christ in the psalms saying over and over don't be afraid don't fear fear not for i'm with you there's always those things be anxious for nothing lay your burdens at your feet come to me all ye who labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest um, um, for those that wait upon the Lord they will renew their strength we constantly see an admonition throughout the Bible to just lay your burdens to lay your worry at the feet of Jesus to lay your worry at God's feet and receive a recharge and with everybody we saw it with Samson after they cut off this guy's head hair rather Mm -hmm. and remove his eyes we saw that it was in the place of prayer that he was able to get some comfort back that he was able to even tell god that you know what give me one last victory over these people we saw it with elijah we constantly see it with david Mm -hmm. we saw it with jesus we saw it with apostles so we see all the time that when these people face extreme pressure extreme stress one one thing that was a sure banker was going to God in prayer. So anything you'd like to add as we close? I, f- <laughs> I feel like sometimes it's easy to say, oh, it was in those times. Yeah, it was Paul, it was Peter. I just feel like this is these are things that we should definitely try to uh, practicalize. Like I mentioned, I've, I've noticed it for myself personally, when I'm most stressed, when I start to lash out, sometimes i know like people blame it sometimes on being hormonal especially when you're a woman (laughs) but i realized that sometimes that there was this particular time where i was on my period and i was so happy like i was literally so happy (laughs) i was so happy like somebody shouted at me you get for something that i didn't even do wrong and another and i was calm and i just thought then you know that it's not the hormones (laughs) you get and i was calm and i was just like okay i'm really sorry about that my school and everything usually i always think of a very snarky response but because i'm mean (laughs) i'm mean when i want to be yeah but I, i was so happy and i realized in that moment that at that particular point, I was praying. I was listening to a lot of sermons, yeah? I was listening to sermons. I was praying better. I was surrounded by people who enjoyed praying. I still am surrounded by people who enjoy praying. So, you know, these are things that y- you need to put a little bit more practice, like more practice into, yeah? And I'm even speaking for myself, to honestly. I haven't been praying as much lately. So maybe that's why I'm stressed. <laughs> so, uh we should put these things into practice and we should not forget like in as much as you say it was paul it was peter it was the apostles they were human beings and they had a voice like 
they weren't going to work in air conditioned office they were <laughs> they were dragging animals they were not driving cars they were walking miles exactly walking, yeah. and apart from that their life was being sought after like exactly. they were constantly chasing for fun no for fun like, yeah, like oh like, get me this person just, cut off his head let's people laugh just like for fun like fighting to just kill them because vibes you know so they had it and even in those times they realized if if at that point where it's like they were about to lose their lives they were praying then that is definitely something worth checking out so yeah and then i think i'm just going to end with this most of the time what even gives us worry what even gives us stress are things that we shouldn't be worried about exactly. we see max 16 um god max 6 matthew 6 rather from verses like 25 he says i say to you don't worry about your life what you eat what you drink or about your body what you put on is life no more than food and the body no more than clothing look at the birds of the air they don't sow they don't reap they don't gather into the bands yet your heavenly father feeds them are you not of more value than they who which of you by worrying can add one cubit to his stature so why do you worry about clothing consider the lilies of the field how they grow they neither tall nor spin and yet i say to you even solomon in all his glory was not arrayed as one of these so if god so clothes the grass how much more you and then we see him going on to say don't worry about what you eat or what you drink or what you wear for after these things the gentle seeks but your heavenly father knows that you need these things so before you even ask god knows if we say that God is everywhere, if we say that the Spirit of God is on our inside, how will He not know what you need? So that's not what God wants you to be worried about. If I thought you should be thanking Him, if I thought you should be in the place of prayer, thanking Him and receiving by faith my pastor always says this word lambano we receive by faith what god has provided by grace so what is happening is not that you're just praying or worrying for god to provide it you're bringing your faith into action to receive what god has already oh, provided yes, so my pastor will say it's like you cannot receive in a place of worry yes 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 i think we're ready to end here guys such a fun episode such an amazing episode and i hope you took away a couple of things i hope so too so we're going to be ending here like i mentioned if you haven't listened to other episodes please listen we have 10 episodes out before now so please go ahead and listen and depending on whenever you're listening to this Merry Christmas! Oh my god, yes! Merry Christmas! <laughs> and if you listen to this after 2021, Happy New Year! Woohoo! <laughs> Alright, so thank you guys for listening. And if you find it in July, <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> Merry Christmas. They say that some people found out that Christmas was supposed to be in July too. So, wow. you know, Merry Christmas also. <laughs> Whenever you listen to this, happy holidays because it's it's the 24th here and i'll be releasing this on 25th so whenever you listen to this happy holidays and if it's not the holidays on your time you know like whenever you're listening to this well 
just get in the holiday spirit. <laughs> Randomly just drink hot chocolate because you know vibes. <laughs> Alright, so the last episode I'll be doing would be one where I'll be fielding questions and responding to them. I think I'll release it before the end of the year. So if you have any questions, please send me a DM on Instagram at Haven on Earth Online. Thank you for joining. Bye guys. Bye.